This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're live! What? It's the Migs cast. <laughs> we survived the weekend. We're here with the Reverend in Fuego. Hello! Welcome back, Glenn Cannon. Hey there. Hey, it's Glenn. Yeah. Back from his motorcycle excursion. <laughs> missed you guys. We yeah. missed you as well, missed my man. Missed you too, yeah. It's not the Past same without you. weeks have been pretty... Whew. Yeah, you just went off and you World and your, your, your your lovely wife oh, yeah. got got on your hogs. That, that's right, and left town. That's right, we did ride them hogs. <laughs> we left town. And <laughs> Odyssey. That was I'd, I'd never seen the Oregon coast as long as I've lived here. I've never been to the huh. Oregon coast, and it is like breathtaking, mind blowingly. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe this is real gorgeous. How far? Uh, how much of the Oregon coast did you guys drive? The whole thing. That's amazing. So we went. So you went wow. to California. We went out. Uh, you kind of go out, I guess, Olympia way. Yeah. Kind of, kind of go out that way, and you hit the coast out there. We drove down the coast from Washington into Oregon, all of the Oregon coast, which was just picturesque is a really small word compared to. <laughs> I mean, wow. And then all the way into California. Uh huh. Then you hit California, and then you hook left and go back up, kind of through the redwood forest into Cave Junction, the Tawny, the town, uh, the town that Tawny uh, grew up in. Oh. So we spent a week down there with her family, which was amazingly cool. Her sister came in from Detroit. Like, it was kind of a family reunion. For That's Tony. awesome. Yeah, so it was just killer. Sitting at this amazing Airbnb kind of up on this hillside above the airport. Pictures. The guy that runs the Airbnb runs a flight school. So that's how we got Tawny, the flight, her, her dad pointed oh, wow. up. Got our flight in this little sport aircraft. And so Tawny went flying and then uh, <clears throat> had a lovely time. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm uh, trying to come to life today <laughs> um, with her family. You blame Friday for that. Oh, man. Well, so I'll, but I'll, we'll I'll, get to that. I'll quickly hop through the whole journey. But um, And then, yeah, so then we spent two days coming back. Like going down, we broke it into two days, too. We rode for like six, seven hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, got an Airbnb and then rode six, seven more hours. So then leaving, we did the same thing. We went back down through the Redwood Forest with our whole family, down into California to some scenic beach, lighthouse, all this good stuff. Parted ways with her family there, then came up out of California, up the Oregon coast, all the way to Lincoln City, and we stayed in an Airbnb right on the ocean there, got mm-hmm. up, breakfast, rode home. It was a really just breathtakingly cool trip. It's awesome. Really fun to do by motorcycle. Well, I saw a study that said 37% of people have had a quote-unquote life eureka moment while on vacation when they figured out something major, whatever it may be, like relationships, career stuff. Uh, I was wondering, you were on this insane trip, and I thought of that. I'm like, I'm saving this story because it just kind of falls in line. You went oh, on this cool vacation yeah. slash like motorcycle trip. Were there any like moments of eureka for you? There, there. Well, I even tried to post about it, which I think the post probably, well, a lot of people said it was great, but I was like, I think this is more corny. Like This sounds, because I normally don't, I'm posting about something positive. I rarely say that I myself am having a positive experience. Right. I want you to think of me as like the Eeyore that wants to make you feel better. Right. Can I just take acid? He seems way too happy. <laughs> right. But um, when we were riding back north, 
the sun was setting to the left mm-hmm. and we're on like these, you know, you kind of, you're in the woods, right? You're sort of in the woods and they're, they're fun roads to ride because they're kind of windy and you're just really kind of having fun carving the road. And then you pop out, you're on this cliff face and there's the Pacific ocean and the sun is setting and the palette of colors is mind blowing. And that's to your left and to the right is like America. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like to the right is Ohio. It's like the whole damn country is that way. Yeah. And the Pacific is that way. And, um, I got thinking about, I remember years and years and years ago talking with my dad, like, Hey man, at what point did you figure it out? Like at what point did you sort of stop suffering <laughs> and, and like wondering what the F is going on and feeling just tumbled and tossed around by your life? Like at what point? And he was like, ah, you know, sometime in my mid thirties, like I know exactly what you mean. He's like, sometime in my mid thirties, everything kind of came into focus. I kind of got it figured out. Mm-hmm. And things sort of started to make sense to me. And I thought maybe that I had reached that point, maybe when he and I were having that conversation, I realized I totally didn't. I realized this year is that year for me in my life. Yeah. Where I've kind of got it figured out. <clears throat> this is what's important. This, the things that are worth fighting over, the things that aren't worth fighting over, the things that you need to let go, the things that are worth believing in. The real answer to personal happiness, my personal happiness, my mm-hmm. personal growth, what's worth burning over what's not worth burning over all those things have really come into focus for me honestly no. in the past six eight months right it's been kind of crazy I, we've been a part of that journey with you yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of off-air right? yeah. conversations yeah. but also a, a lot on on the podcast as well but like it's been watching you kind of hit your own rock bottom and 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 seeing you kind of come up from the other side it's been a super fun <laughs> yeah right it's been a super fun thing to witness as a very close observer sure sure yeah, yeah. yeah and, and um that's one of the cool things about the show is being able to of course, there's a lot kind of chronicle our own weirdness. Yeah, right. right. Well, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot I That's don't. A good share. way to put I mean, that, man. There, there's a lot I don't share just for the sake of you know. There's some things that I just think are are private, right? And there's but there's a lot that I have shared. And yeah, truly, like that. If there was a eureka moment, there really was, where I was driving along, going, you know, this year's the year. This this age, I'm 45. Mm-hmm. It took me till 45, and I'm like, God, that makes sense. I've been. <laughs> You know, a good decade behind everything anyway, my whole life. I'm like, that makes yeah. sense. But I feel like Same at, here, man. Yeah. at this point yeah. in my life, I've got it figured out. You know, not to say there won't be problems. It's not about that. It's about being finally maybe centered as a human being, understanding even my own flaws, understanding when I'm having an anxiety attack or a manic episode. Yep. I can literally say, ah, you know, what I'm feeling isn't actually real mm-hmm. because I'm having a bit of a manic episode. And all I need to do is check with someone nearby me and get their input on this. And they can verify whether or not I'm actually being nuts right now. Right. And that sounds maybe a bit heavy, but for me, it's very calming. It's like, oh, dude. It's you the know, big picture of it all. I had something on my mind the other day. I reached out to Travis and I was like, can, I, can you check me on this? And he was like, bro. And he put me right in check. And I was like, thanks, man. You know, that's just me being me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I gotcha. So, yeah, yeah, I did. I had a eureka moment, but the eureka moment was more sort of that silent sort of message to my old man. Like, hey, pop, this year's my year. I, I, I got it figured out. I, I know sort of who I am and what I'm doing and, and what requires what. and Yeah, I don't know, man. That's and cool. I, and, and I truly felt in that moment in time, I felt like anything was possible. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the last time I felt that way. Like, man, anything you want to do is accomplishable. You just have to apply yourself and mm-hmm. be smart and understand that it's not about achieving. It's about just trying. You don't, yeah. you don't even have to really pull it off. The, the point is that you try. It's and, always kind of like a groaner when people are like, it's not the destination, it's the journey. But it is so true. Yeah. Some of yeah. my favorite yeah. things have been mm-hmm. about the, the, I mean, whatever it is, it's about the things leading up to that destination. Yeah, man. Sometimes the destination, you know, sometimes you don't get to the destination or you get to the destination wasn't really as awesome as you hoped it would be. But 
everything leading up to it was really some great memories. You know, and I can't, I can't remember who said it. it was another thing that kept echoing through my mind too, but it might have been a comedian or someone that because everyone says, oh, you know, you only live once, you only live once, you only live once, and I was thinking about YOLO. The, the truth is, you only <laughs> die once. Mm-hmm. You live every day, and I was like, the, the point is, one, yeah. the point is, man. Every day is a new start. Every day is a new chance. Mm-hmm. Anything's possible. Who knows where you're going? But also don't care so much about where you're going to wind up. Quit fighting so hard to accomplish anything. Yeah, we could get so overwhelmed by yeah, that. Yeah, just pour mm-hmm. yourself into what you love and be sure that you're happy. And if things and, are meant to come together, they're going to come together as a result of your efforts. And don't necessarily but, yeah. and don't necessarily like overthink things. No! Uh, I saw, oh, God. I mean, if it's you're like, happy and you know it, overthink <laughs> <laughs> right? and because it's one of those things and it was just like a dumb inspirational meme or something like that someone posted but I was like this makes sense it's sometimes stuff is worth doing badly oh yeah just do it you and learn. throw it out there yeah so you I'm, learn I'm, right? I'm making a wrestling career of that yeah <laughs> hey you're, you're doing very well wasn't it Edison that was they were like you failed 2,000 times he was like no I've learned 2,000 ways that a light bulb won't work I only need to find one on how it yeah, does yeah. wasn't that Edison that said that yeah I'll, I'll, I'm better <laughs> Abraham Lincoln and I'm like boy that was stubborn <laughs> yeah Laura, Abraham Lincoln yeah, with yeah. the kite and the beard or Ron Jeremy somebody like that <laughs> I think it was one Ron of our, Jeremy one of our uh, President philosoph- Jeremy yeah 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 one of our philosophers the great Ron Jeremy, yeah, 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 yeah. Him and his fluffer. They always had President to say. <laughs> President Hedgehog, everyone. Dude, it's funny though. Like, I saw it on Facebook. I was like, I almost commented on someone's thing, but I was like, I think they'll take it the wrong way. But like, I had a couple people I saw one day that just kept saying, I'm done. Someone wrote, I'm done with today. And then someone else was like, Me too. And I, I almost wanted to go on there. And, but I was like, Man, they're going to, they're probably going to not, they're in a bad mood. And me saying what I'm going to say is probably they're going to think I'm trying to be like all new agey or, or 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 maybe I'm just being condescending. But I truly meant it. I was like, it's ten twenty in the morning, <laughs> and it was. And I was just like, you have so much left of today, dude. You can change that. Yeah. Like you don't have to let the day be ruined by ten twenty. If you wrote that at eleven o'clock at night, I'd be like, yeah, you had a really rough go at your day. But even that, it, and I hate but you got to, tomorrow. I'm I'm way on your side with this. Where like eleven fifty eight. That night you go, today was rough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But what well, you do, and then even then you go, today was rough, but you know, tomorrow's going to be blah, 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 blah. Right, but I'm like, I'm you so know, like, done I with today. To, yeah. I'm like, you just woke up. Yeah, man, you haven't even gone that long. <laughs> There's so much you can do to fix that. No, I'm not dude, saying I, it's possible. No. Maybe you know, the rest of the day will suck, but you're you're already kind of just throwing in the towel, man. Dealing with what I deal with, like, <laughs> there, are, t- with there are times where, like, <laughs> at, n- at noon, Tawny will be like, text, hey, babe, how you doing? And I'll hit her back, like... Had a rough morning, actually had a pretty severe anxiety spell, but I was able to identify it. I had a pretty rough ride there for a few hours, but I got something to eat and I've got myself calmed down. I've got myself talked out of it. And actually now I'm in a pretty good mood. That's funny you said, because I was you about to say. You know what I mean? And she's like, oh my God, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, actually at this point I'm great. I'm back on the tracks. I'm yeah. I'm focused and clear again and I'm actually pretty happy. Yeah. I just had a pretty rough couple hours. Whereas... 15, 20 years ago, that would have dominated a three or four day period of my life. I would have spiraled into the abyss, right? So that whole, I'm done with today, like, yeah, sure, I felt that way at 10, 20, but by noon, I'm like, okay. I just had a good meal. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I I just needed some protein and some coffee, and now I feel great. Goes a long way. Yeah, Yeah, literally goes a long way. I almost was like, I'm going to sound like a dick, but I was almost going to be like, just go get a good lunch, man. At least you know, you you can control that. Like, there are places you can go that will... You will be assured a good lunch. At least that will make your day a little better. Well, and I don't know if, how many people truly I just like go eat. through this. Yeah. Like, yeah. I got it talking helps. to my, my boy Brett. <laughs> Brett Eliason was yeah. one of the people that pointed this out to me. He and I have the same thing. 
he tends to go and go and go and go and go and go and you forget to eat. Oh, and there are people that that have this guy. They get low blood sugar, and that'll mess with them. Oh yeah. And I was like, dude, I used to call it hangry. Yep. You guys yeah, are familiar with that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But Brett's like, dude, it's not even really the blood sugar. If you're like me, it's protein. He's like, do you get dark thoughts? Like angry, mm. hateful, almost violent. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I go dark. And I'll be so filled with hate and like anger and like visualizing, like physically hurting people. And all you needed was a steak. And he's like, bro, <laughs> yeah, Steve, straight I up. Say, I was going to say, instead of a Snickers, yeah. get some jerky. It's like, eat a hard-boiled egg, son. Like, yeah, yeah. do something. Yeah. But he hit me to that. He, I didn't know he that. explained there was a term for it and a terminology, and it's the way it affects your mental state and blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, dude, I go dark. And so Tanya, my Brett's wife, always has like a Snickers or whatever yeah. around for Brett or like a muscle milk. Yeah. It's just like, honey, I see you've, uh, you're brandishing a knife. Yeah. Here, drink this. You know? <laughs> you're threatening to stab our waiter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you mean it. Yeah. You know, but and like. You mean it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's uh, when you say, like, dude, all you needed was a good sandwich in truth. Yeah. And I wonder how many people don't realize, like, well, I got up and I had breakfast. It's like I, you had a bowl of rice checks, which your body basically converted into sugar. Yeah. You've had no protein. And yep. if, there's a term for that, a me- truly a medical term. Where if I is is that you, I was Protino like I was like dude way to be on point Steve osis. put it we put an osis in there yep. and I was like Steve if you say it with confidence someone might believe you it's proteinosis <laughs> sure so yeah I'm all right proteinosis and uh and it'll mess me up and anyway so yeah you know I'm so done with today it's like turns out all you needed was an egg yeah <laughs> eat an egg <laughs> eat an egg, egg and shut up. up eat an egg and shut up yeah, exactly love you love you <laughs> get back to me. Yeah. An hour and hey, tell me how you're Yeah, exactly. Is. Text me when you're over it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so, um, it's funny you talk about like that, that, that kind of like we talk about Eureka moments. I had one during our show and I, I didn't even oh, think Friday about night. it. Yeah. Dude. I realized I'm just in the wrong bed. No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> <joking>. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Well, because like, so that day was so much fun. Like, we get to the Tractor Tavern and we load in and then we had a lot of free time. So we went oh, and got cool. a great dinner yeah. over at Hattie's Hat. Glenn thought I was insane, but then appreciated what I ordered and that What'd was the get? chicken wings. Because oh. they were sloppy. Dude, the wings were delicious so looking, good. man. Because I, I, I highly recommended. You know how it is, man. It's like, dude, we got a show tonight. I can't be walking around with orange fingernails. I don't care. <laughs> Steve's like, let me show you how this is done. Yeah, I got a large as, order. His wings were, and I, I, they, I could smell them. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're a coward. I was like, have one. I'll clean have, my come on. And I did. He Come gave me on. a drumstick. He gave me kind of a fat That's drumstick. What, this is where, what, what, Dude. Yeah, what wipes are for. And honestly, man, yeah. his fingernails weren't orange all night. Or my tongue. Steve knows things. Ah. You just yeah. got to come to grips with the fact that Steve just knows. Just trust me on these. Yeah, that, it was that protein, man, from the chicken. That's yeah, right. right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, it opened up his mind. Proteinosis is a thing, man. <laughs> um, but dude, and then we went to, uh, what was it, uh, Gold Dogs? Yeah, right, like right next the door. The place that Jolene used to work at. Oh. I've never been there, dude. If yeah, you're a fan never of been there. All they the, have cool All stuff. the rock t-shirts that you could ever want. Cool. I almost went, I, I didn't buy a shirt, but I did buy a, a nice trucker <laughs> cap, uh, a mesh cap with their logo oh. and camouflage. So that put me in a good mood, too, because I found a hat that fit really well. Yeah, the girls nice. are really cool. I, I oh, found those this, girls were the coolest. I got to take Tawny in there. They closed at nine, and I knew Tawny was going to miss them. Yeah. Um, but I got to take Tawny in there. And man, they, you, dude, yeah. All you the cowboy boots in the world. They had a pair. <laughs> Of, they had a pair of battered brown square-toed boots that were like they're all broken in. And I'm not real into uh, like you know I, I tend to wear free 
garbage mostly. Like right now, yeah. the, my clothes have so many holes in it, it's almost embarrassing, including my shoe. Mm. But I was like, man, those boots are cool. <laughs> Dude, man, so sunglasses you know, were cool. Right? I mean, everything they had there was cool. Steve wanted to buy these Terminator sunglasses. Yes, they were like 80s really? Macho Man Randy Savage oh, Terminator no, like wraparounds almost. Or? No, but they were like aviators, but like thick plastic, so they weren't really aviators. And then they had that mirror lenses. Oh. And I was like, oh. I mean, I was a sea well, hair away from buying them. And, <laughs> and it was, it was tough. Down. Well, no, 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 I didn't. In a good way. It's, it's just Steve turns to me and he's like, hey, man, which of these would you buy? And I'm like, oh. Not those. None of them. None. <laughs> None of the above. <laughs> and I'm like, here's, I'm like, damn it, man. Honestly, you probably put that on and you look cool as hell. You can rock that tough. He said, yeah, he goes, you and Travis could pull that off. But yeah, that's I it. I can't. I can't. I shouldn't even be in the store. They laughed the minute they walked in. They were like, hey, Yeah, bum. I'm trying to imagine you with them on and I'm just not no, seeing it. But Steve, no. Steve could do it, man. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. and so we were, yeah. having that, we were having that dialogue about just how ridiculous they were. I will get those. I um, will be back in Bauer. There were these huge, oversized, like, the fly ladies frames and I was like you could go Jonas Beckman and immediately it's Steve's like, no! cracking right, up laughing right. I need hair for that <laughs> <laughs> so we do that then we went and got some coffee also that uh, coffee so I don't want people to think wow yeah you cut yourself off a <laughs> little bit clearly right. but uh, even during dinner like had a great chat with uh, our bassist Jeff just about how life's doing really well for him and yeah. then he's just sharing the, all these cool stories of him and his lady and her kid and it was like just kind of a cool heartwarming he's a great moment uh, then we went and got some coffee, coffee with uh, Carl cream. Yeah, uh, coffee does, with Carl. Call it Eric Olson, our he's lighting, he's lighting oh, guy yeah. extraordinaire. Like, we love yeah. Carl. Yeah, he's like the the. the I mean, I'd say oh. him and Tavitz are like the sixth and seventh member of Bruiser, Bruiser Brody. Brody. Yeah, <laughs> like they're just the coolest guys, and they're just part of our family, and they are just as much of a part of the band as we are. Uh, so we went and got some coffee. We're like, like ribbing each other loudly in the coffee shop. And the place filled up. Yeah, there's like family. There's like thirty people, and I'm like, "You having some cookies and cream, there, Steve?" I got some yeah. gelato. I you got some nice. gelato. And then, right? he's, and then Glenn goes, "I want a coffee." He's like, "Or a latte." He's like, "But could I have it at 140 de- degrees?" And the lady's like, "Well, the best we can do is 150." I'm like, "Glenn, we need to leave." Yeah, and, then, <laughs> and I was like, "Put some gelato in it. That'll cool it off." <laughs> and all these families that thought like, "Oh, they're being annoyed by us," and everyone's laughing. They're loving it because we're just like, like, a free having, show. Yeah, we're just having a good time. We're doing a podcast, and like, oh, we, we were riffing in the. The reason I get my coffee, and here's the thing, man, like I'm not a finicky coffee guy, but every time I go to Starbucks or wherever, honestly, I'd say, you know, just a plain latte, not too hot. I want to drink it now. Oh, yeah. And it's nuclear. And I get it. And it's like, I could burn the paint off of a building with this. Yep. Day after tomorrow, when I get to enjoy this, I'll thank you. What the hell is... And so I would always say, not too hot. And they would repeat back to me, 140 degrees. Mm -hmm. And so I'd say, sure. So they trained me as you would train a dog. Now so I you say, hear 140, you know exactly what you're going to yeah, get. Yeah, they go yeah. off, and I say, make off. me a latte yeah. at 140 mm-hmm. degrees. And so she riffed with me about the temperature, and here's the not-so-funny part. When I got my coffee, it was hotter than the surface of the effing <laughs> sun. So you want 140 Plus, no. It's like, I'm like, do you not it own? So it's, it's called no. a thermometer, and you no. put it down in the little pot, and when it hits a thing, you stop steaming. You need to bring a meat have thermometer a thermometer with you whenever you come. You just I'm telling you, I like, barely touched my, my coffee own. until we made it our way back to the club. Like, it was slurped, so warm. I slurped mine down. It took a layer of skin. Yeah. It exfoliated oh. my mouth. Dude. Yeah, it was hot. And yeah. <laughs> so that happens. Then we go back to the club, and I'm like, okay, I need a little chill time because sometimes I get a little social anxiety, and there's yeah. a lot of people starting to show up. So I use whiskey to compensate. And I was, I didn't. No. 
not, unfortunately. <laughs> That's because you're smart. I usually know MDMA smart. for me. That helps. I'm oh, sorry. yeah. That's giving hugs to rolling. everyone. Uh, rolling. 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 the tractor. <laughs> so I go upstairs, and there's Tavis, and he's kind of similar. He's just chilling, kind of getting in his own little head, and we're talking, and he's telling me about how his life is. Things are going really well for him, like just like, you know, job-wise. And like, so I'm having a cool conversation with him. So then I'm on stage, and this is where I had that moment of re- revelation. And I always love playing with Bruiser Brody. Like, it's always so much fun. Like, I love our, our A, I love our music, but then I love the guys in the band and the performance that we put out and then the crowd and the way that they react to us. So it's like, I love our songs, so it's fun to play them. But then I also love looking out and seeing my homies up on stage with me, and we're all having the time of our yeah. lives. But there was something about, maybe because I was sober and I could really focus in on what was going on up there. <laughs> and also, I knew my wife was in the crowd, so that was like an added bonus. That's my father-in-law yeah. came, which was really cool. Wow. Uh, so there was like a lot of cool stuff going on. Some people I haven't seen in a while. But I'm looking out and I'm starting to like zone in on each member of our band. I see Glenn. I'm like, Glenn's life's going really like like we just talked about. Like things are going well for you. You're having some good stuff in your life. That's making me happy as I'm playing. I'm seeing like, yeah. And you can see it in some of these pictures. I'm just. I'm cheesing. Yeah, I, yeah. I, and I, it's, it's you look like you're having a blast. Truly, because I'm thinking about how much I love the guys I'm on stage with. And then I see Travis, and he's standing on my drum, and I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, man. He just told me some good stuff that's going on in his world. Like things are just kind of settling in, and that's awesome. He's got a big show that I'm going to get to go to. I know you're going to be there as yeah, well. Man, yeah, on uh, Friday night. Friday at, night at the Triple Door. At the Triple Door. So come I would join not us. Miss it. Like bulleting me, not miss it. Yeah, dude. Well, I thought I'd I was sit gonna, there and ruin a seat. I thought I, I, <laughs> I, thought I was going to miss it because of a wedding. And then that wedding got called off, and I feel bad Ooh. about that. But I'm really happy I get to go see Travis. <laughs> yeah, silver lining, silver lining. Yeah, in a weird way. Yeah. Uh, so I know things are going great with him. And I look over at Jeff on the base, and I'm like, yeah, I just had a great conversation with him, and things are going really well. And I'm like, this is awesome. And I see JT, and I'm like, oh, JT just got naked at the Solstice Parade. That's awesome. <laughs> did his JT thing, man. Did yeah. he really? Yeah. He does it every year. I Dude, he rides a bicycle naked. He paints himself head to toe. Really? Yeah, JT right, hides right. himself with his hair. JT is fearless, man. Wow. No, and L- Linda, like Linda, his wife, wow. every year Tawny and I get the photos. She puts them on Facebook, but she sends them, and she's like, my husband, and it's JT, fully nude, like painted blue. Wow. Oh, dude, and he hops up. Man. Fearless, bro. It's wow. JT, man. He yeah. is yeah. He is a force to be reckoned with. But it's so weird because if you, <laughs> you meet, know? I, like, unless you get to know JT, like, it would make no sense. No, yeah. Like, but you know you, JT, it makes all the he's sense that in the world. quiet crazy, dude. Yes. He's, like, he's, like Lex, he's like Lex Luthor, you know? <laughs> So that's how he's painted. That is amazing. And then if you want... I mean, was he blue head to toe this year? He looked like blue. a bomb pop. Okay, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> red, white, and blue. That is amazing. And he's buck naked on a, on a bicycle. That's dude. funny. I would fall off that thing, skin my knees, skin my jimmy. It would just be terrible. Skin my jimmy. Skin my jimmy. <laughs> so I know it's like all this heartfelt stuff about the other members. I'm like, and JT got naked at the Solstice Parade. Uh, but it, dude, it, that's con- like for me, that'd be like conquering a fear sort of thing. I mean, it seems yeah. second nature to him at this point, but at some point, it had to be that for him. He's like, well, I'm going to do this and put myself out there like that. And as a, I mean, awesome, awesome wife that is just celebrating, <laughs> which yeah. I, I appreciate because. I know my wife is put in that position of having to celebrate my stupidity. Oh yeah, a lot. <laughs> I think all of ours have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So like, there was that moment where I'm on stage. And I'm like, this, this. I'm really, really happy for these guys. It's like a sphere of goodness. It, right? it was like this dopamine of happiness yeah. about my bandmates, and I, I couldn't be happier. It was a, and I feel like it even exuded up on stage how we performed because I think we tore yeah, the house down. I think I think what came off the stage. I mean. I had some whiskey in me, but I was up there just like feeling it. God, I'm having fun. 
and I think I'm playing well. The band's oh, yeah. playing You're well. Crushing. I think I'm playing well, but I know the band's playing well. And well, I've done some things recently with my rigs where it's very unforgiving. I don't mm-hmm. know how else to put it. So if I sometimes even when I'm playing well, I'm not playing that well because it's really merciless. But it sounds good. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I got one comment. I think it was about uh, pictures of you. Yeah, I forget who said it. They're like, "You and Jeff look like you're in love." <laughs> and I was like, I, so I think we kept looking at each other and smiling, like, oh, "We're doing man, it. We're doing this it. is going so well." Yeah, I love you, bro. And he looks at me like, "God, I love you, bro." And like, oh, this is going so well. Travis sings it so well. Steve's holding this pocket perfectly. Which is funny because I was like, struggling. we nailed it. We nailed it, man. So, There's a couple yeah, moments yeah. where like you'll hear like a little hiccups, and even like Travis, who you know obviously does done drum teching, so he he'll like always. Tell me like, hey, he's like, what was going on? I'm like, I lost all the tension. Like the tension on my Patreon pedal was like just failing on me. <laughs> so like he's like, and I do like sound like a little like a little double like a double time thing that most people would probably use a double pedal, but I don't play on a double pedal, so I have to rely on the yeah, the, you gotta flip the it. spring. Yeah, yeah, and it was just falling flat, and I'm like. Shoot. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I got through yeah. it. It was like, unless you're like a nerdy drummer. I didn't catch it on stage. Right. And that's on the stage, thing. it was like, oh, this is. And to hold that slow of a pocket for, we do it album correct. Six and we, minutes. We nail, I think it's Jeez. seven minutes, 30 seconds. Yeah. Right? It's, the, it's the last minute that I get nervous for myself. Yeah. Like, I'm like, in I don't. The end, I'm losing. Like, and it's an when easy you cut jumpy. and I do the bump, 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 yeah. bump. Yeah. Like, we even got the end, man. <laughs> that, that was, was really cool. good. Yeah. It was we, really, really was, cool. Uh, someone asked me how the show was like, to put it in perspective, that was the first time we actually nailed the cure cover. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> and I've yeah. loved it every time yeah. I've heard it. So. But it's always been a little jazzy. It's <laughs> just that it's it's very repetitive structurally. Yes. And so if you You can get lost if, in that. If you even second guess for a moment, you're probably already lost. Yep. Yeah. And so what I did was just repetition. I would fire it up on my surface and mm-hmm. play along to it over and over and over. But then when you get into a live environment, everything feels different, everything sounds different. Yep. And the mistake I think we made in the past, there was a few nights where I think we're all just under the alkafluence of alcohol. Oh, the, gosh, yeah. The night of the crock, which we played it beautifully, but I wasn't watching Travis closely. Right. And Travis did this huge gesture, and I had my eyes shut, and I missed it. And yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize he was transitioning the band. And had we transitioned right there, it would have been perfect, and no one would have known, man. Yep. Dude, Robert Smith would have been like, you nailed it, boys. You yeah, know, like, right, right. but I missed it. And so the whole thing went, ah, for like a minute. But of course, in the crowd, you'd never know, because no. it all sounds the same. But for us, we're like, oh, God, where yep. are we? Where's the next change? When do we do that climb? Yep. Are we here? Are we there? Like, oh, yeah. You know, it's like a series of terrified glances. <laughs> and it's funny, because like, uh, for yeah, my dude. part, it's like, I, I really don't have much to do on the drums. It's very re- repetitive, except for like a symbol hit but yeah. I, I want to hit those symbol hits in the right spot, the right spot. and then you get lost it's like oh crap I screwed oh, up the whole man. song so yeah I, when I was when I was working through it last time I literally was like oh my god that's the spot we missed at the crock yep and this is where and I heard it because based on Travis's vocals I was like this is where he thought we were and I hit him up I was like dude live I promise I will watch you yeah and he's like well dude I will watch you and so, yeah, I think we were both like, because no, I, I was like, other. I was like, bro, I, sca- I screwed you over. I completely screwed you over. He's like, no, you didn't, man. I'm the one that wasn't, you know, we were kind of laughing about yeah. that. But to me, it's like, dude, if you would have just been watching your singer, yeah. it would have been That's so funny. fine, right? But yeah, yeah. So Friday nailed it. Friday, we awesome. nailed it. The oh, whole band nailed amazing. it. It was just fantastic. It was a great, and the crowd was awesome. Too. Yeah. It was like so much yeah. fun. Uh, it was funny, though, because like on, uh, I can't remember if it was, I don't think it was that song. One of the songs, like I, I do kind of rely on, I have a metronome on my my phone typically i rely on it just so that i can make sure i'm coming in at the right tempo to start the song and then after i ignore it but it's just so that way i know because we don't practice a ton so it's like a good cheater for me <laughs> so we're going into one of the songs and I, I knew for a fact i needed that tempo 
and I'm just about to like look over, and all of a sudden, I forgot to turn my phone on airplane mode. <gasps> And my phone, and it's Richie from Thunderbeat <laughs> calling me. Oh, no, Richie called me the day of or the day before the show. I missed the call, and I never called him back. Well, apparently. Richie, if you're out there, I'm you just sorry, remembered. <laughs> I just remembered. I just remembered, man. Well, I'll get into what my week was like. I will. I'll get into what my whole week and even after the show was like, and I'll, I'll keep it very short. But, Richie, I am so sorry, yeah. dude. Well, oh. Here's the irony. He's calling me. While we're playing, to tell me that he's not going to be able to make it to the show, and I'm like, "What, Richie? <laughs> I can't see." <laughs> and I'm like, "In my I head, keep time. I'm having like an argument with Richie. I'm like, you 'You're a drummer. You know, I need that damn drum machine thing. To, <laughs> why are you doing this to me?' And I, you know, obviously, he doesn't mean any harm. He's yeah. not there. He's not even at the show, oh, dude. But I'm like, looking, maybe I'm Steve's like, not on yet. Maybe Steve's not on yet. I'm like, how do I? Ah, I'm like starting the song, and I'm like, I'm trying to turn the ringer off, and it's just such a crash. Oh, that's rough, man. I could typically I'll put my phone in. Um, I learned it one time at Migs Fest because my donkeys, my buddies, a guy that play hockey with Munson and J Mac, yeah, picked up on the fact that I was using my phone for a reason during our set. So like texting you, don't, yes. don't screw up, Steve. Yes, they're texting. Hey, Steve, does Pictures. this bother you? Steve, wave at us. Is this in the way? Yes. <laughs> Can you not see your stuff now? Yes, I would totally do that. That oh, dude, is they, so harsh, but, they, but hilarious. Yeah. yeah, they did that to me at Defy when I we did went to Portland. We all went there, and I'm ring announcing, and I'm feeling my ass vibrating, <laughs> especially after Randy Myers kissed me on the on, in, in the ring. Steve, was that hot? Right. They're like, <laughs> leave saw me alone. That. Steve, you totally kissed the dude. <laughs> it's like I have a vibrator on my butt. Like it was just like, geez, guy, that's rough, man. I mean, it that's feels the good. Full but experience, stop. yeah. I've started doing the thing, um, airplane mode. Sometimes it's in my back pocket, but most of the time, I take my phone and my wallet. I throw them in my guitar case. Yeah, and I might do that an hour before I even hit the stage because sometimes people are like. Can you still add me to the list? Oh. Two minutes before you're going on stage. Right. No. And I love these people, and of course I want the answer to be yes. What time do you guys go on? But We're on now. Right now. Dude, yeah, I learned a long time ago, like, you hit them up the next day and say, I'm so sorry, I'd already yep. thrown my phone on my guitar case, and no one has ever been like, dude, you boned me. Right. It's like they know, right? So yeah, I just started doing that. Of course, you're using yours. Yes. You're truly using yours, man. Like, I take mine and throw it. Or yeah. like, I'll give it to Tony. Like, put this in your purse. Like, yeah. just get that Hide thing away from me. Yeah, yeah, dude. I don't need this distraction. I'm going to no, keep checking dude. It. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that was. It was a fun little moment. I, I was laughing. I'm like, I gotta remember that. Give Richie. Obviously, you know, I love you. Sorry, Richie. You, know, you, didn't, you didn't really screw anything up. It was just funny because I'm like, he's a fellow drummer, and it's just like, what did, the irony of that all? I thought was pretty hilarious. Dude. That, yeah. and, and for all I know, he has no idea that I use my phone as a well, metronome. Yeah, right. He may not. He does now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Richie. But Rich, Richie, to explain, so I, I got back from that road trip uh, Monday. You know, I rode all day. Got in the middle of the night. Um, hit up these guys. I was like, there's no way I can make the cast. I've been riding a motorcycle for two days straight. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. um, so I took Tuesday kind of off, but we had Brody rehearsal Tuesday night. Yes. Um, then Wednesday I worked and had rehearsal with my guys. <laughs> Thursday I worked. I had Thursday night sort of off. Not really. I had to prep the van for the road and all this kind of stuff. Friday I worked and then had the Brody show. Then I got up Saturday morning at about 8.30. I got to admit that I was actually still kind of drunk when I got up 8.30 mm -hmm. Saturday morning. Drove me and my boys all the way to Idaho. We played a show and then our, my bass player Jeff Eason had a show the next day. So I drove us all the way back. Um, on Saturday, got home at like four in the morning, and then I had so much coffee and Rockstar and whatever that I woke up 
uh, Sunday morning at about 11 a.m. and was Sunday. like up. Sunday, so, Sunday, <laughs> do everything. Like I'm still not, I'm still not over it. Like last week was brutal, but yeah, Richie. <laughs> That's why I didn't, you know, I remember seeing that, like, ah, oh, Richie, I missed a call from Richie. I should right. call him back. Yeah, sorry, dude, sorry. I, you, you called in the middle of that. A week later, oh, God, I should call him back. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. Dude, uh, before I forget also about the show, I do want to give a huge shout-out to Solar Tone, brand oh, new band here. They were yeah. really good. Features, features uh, Tristan, who's Travis's son, which was also a cool moment that I forgot in my whole moment of reflection on the members because I got to stand next to Travis while his son is playing his first Proud ever show, Papa. Yeah, opening yeah. up for Him. his dad's band, yeah. and it was it uh, was cool. It was really cool, and that yeah. band is tight as f. Yeah, they're awesome, man. They're what, really awesome. Great musicianship, and 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 Tristan, man, he's got the pipes yep. of his Papa. When he goes <laughs> into that high rough register, he reminds me of his dad. It's amazing, right? right? In fact, what, uh, Iron Mike, just to give you guys a sample, you got some is, audio. It's the House of Chains cover. All right. This is Tristan. Really? I mean, there are moments where I'm like, am I watching? Here, listen, listen. Yeah. You're here, Travis. It reminds yeah. me of Travis, man. Dude, yeah, it's, it's yeah, so, yeah, yeah. There's another one. Is one of the originals. I'll just fast forward. I mean, it's eerie how much they sound alike. Well, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the cell phone, sir, obviously, cell phone footage is not going to do it justice, but. If you ever yeah, have you a chance, yeah. if you they see Solar great. Town out they and about, great, go man. see those guys. They're really freaking good. That was, their, real deal. that was their premiere show, and it was really cool. It's that, really unique. Yep. Um, you know, not what I would call stock rock and roll songs. No. Like, really it's unique, like, well-written, exploratory music, and it, it was killer. It was like, like I was blown tool away. Tool meets part Incubus meets yeah. part Alice in Chains. Yeah, I'd buy that, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's on point. <laughs> yeah. I th- and I, I thought they were great, man. It was and a bunch really of young cool. dudes, too. It's mm-hmm. kind of cool to see this young group of guys. I mean, early 20s. Well, and that's Duffy Delgado's son on guitar. Well, I just, I never met Duffy until yeah. that night. Duffy uh, is a super nice guy. Oh, real sweetheart. And here's a guy that's been playing rock and roll in Seattle for, for 25 years. And you can see right? he was very proud. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And afterwards, I was like, so, dude, that's your son? He's like, yeah. I'm like, Man, that's a trip. He's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just, dude, he's such yeah, a good guitarist. Know, yeah, dude, the drummers. I mean, not, the rhythm section was tight as half. Yeah, they were great. Yeah, man, man it, it was. was great. I was super impressed by them. I didn't expect them to suck, but I, you don't know. You know, you have expectations of being young good. guys they for show ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I heard, I saw the video they released. It's almost like almost like a live rehearsal. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, this is cool. The audio didn't do them justice. Agreed. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is cool. I, I get what they're going for. Right on. This is going to be cool. Well, and, yeah. but, and not in a bad way. Just like, a, oh, cool. They got on stage and I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no pun intended, it did yeah, set the dude. tone. The it solar did. tone for the night. get a job on radio. Uh, no. <laughs> I should get fired from radio for that one. By the way, uh, if you want to see them live, you can check them out at El Corazon. They're, at, they're opening with uh, for Saliva on uh, Sunday, October 13th. Nice. Uh, solar Tone, Jericho Hill, One Gun Shy, Jaded Mary, and Saliva. Good for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I, I went to go I'll to the page because I finally man. liked it. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's a good oh, lineup. I gotta make sure I've liked their page. I'm pretty sure I have, but I think you have. Everyone get out there and like their page. Yeah, it's, just type in Solar Tone. And also shout out to uh, Jericho Hill who put on an incredible set. Always do. Uh, always their always new song do. sounded phenomenal. Yep. And yep. it's funny because I go up to Malcolm and I'm like, dude, the new songs are great. He's like, yeah, when we don't mess them up. And I'm like, I don't know you messed yeah, them up. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, I have no idea. But you know about that though, because you yeah. guys, you guys know what oh, you're yeah. supposed yeah. to be, and everyone's like, that was amazing. And you're like, no, I screwed it. But up. we've had yeah. the round yeah. robin discussion. <laughs> um, JT so was. Texted me about it the other day about Bruiser Brody's gonna be getting into some writing here before long. Yeah, I've, I've got some stuff. Album I think, numero. I think dos. what I'm gonna do is I've got <laughs> instead of just sending riffs, I've got basically some templates, but I'm not gonna put any vocals on them because after hearing what Travis did yeah. with, with everyone's dad, just gonna be like, do you even like this flavor? Do you even like this flavor? Yep. Do you even like this flavor? And and if there's there. anything that sticks, we'll get in a rehearsal space and we'll we'll we'll, we'll jam on it. Yeah, because I'd say 80 percent of the first record was Glenn's. Demos turned mm-hmm. into songs. Yeah. Everyone putting their own personal touch on it, but for the most part, they were done songs. This time around, I think our our goal is to kind of treat it similar to everyone's dead. Yeah, and come up with like a riff or a couple of ideas, and then let the band just let the band do it. Build right. a song in a room together. Well, I, that that first thing it was literally we need songs. It's yeah. Like, oh, okay. Here's some songs. And then it was, I don't want to keep playing covers. We need more songs. Yep. And I was like, I've got some more songs. <laughs> yep. I mean, that's how that happened. It's very true. I'm like, I, so, I think all of us like, I don't want to be a cover band. Yeah, 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 yeah. dude. Because we had the five, we had Good five call. originals. And yep. then it was like, after two shows, it was like, I don't want to be doing all these covers. Nope. And that's, I think uh, it was Jeff that kind of like, really, it was just like, I don't want to be. Doing oh, and Travis too. And he I was, was like, like, I'm not feeling this cover crap. Yeah. So. And I hate playing covers yeah. unless we're doing them for a certain reason yeah but like, like the cure cover covers are fun yeah. unique. Yes. i appreciate that you guys have kept that one yeah oh, like, well, i really what, like your rendition of it that's one of those and i who, feel like who that will get that? recorded when was, I, when was the last time i saw a rock band cover the cure anywhere near this right style? exactly yeah. that's when i first heard it i was like holy crap yeah and then just the way you guys kill it that like might, all around that might be recorded i think that i wouldn't mind i would i would love that i would love a studio version of that that would be cool like that, just see, being, yeah. I never thought about that until right yeah, now. But selfish. So I we only need nine songs to write. Now. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's awesome. Right. Well, last time we had uh, Heart Crusher was is a postmodern yeah. heroes mm-hmm, cover, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, which yeah. is now our show closer all the time, which I think is is fun. <laughs> oh, it's great. It was dude. pure chaos on Friday's show. Like Travis is losing his mind. He knocks over the cymbal mic. Oops. It lands. So now I'm like. I should. I am not going to hit that microphone out of respect to the sound guy. No, like, I'm call. not going anywhere near it, and it's landed on my tom. So I'm just like, I'm working the other half of my drums, <laughs> just trying to figure out how to make it all work. And then Travis comes over and picks it back up. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty fun, though. Nice. Yeah, I was like, that's the last thing I want to do is hit like the drum and then like do something bad to his microphone. Yep. I'm like, I'm the dick. Sorry, bro. Oopsies. <laughs> Sorry about your overhead. Uh, before I forget, July 12th, big Glenn Cannon. Yeah, July 12th is... Literally right around the corner. Ten um, days away. At the Croc. So, yeah, man. Stoic FB, Woodshed, 10 miles wide, and me. And it's weird because at this point in a way, I've gotten so much amazing. Uh, Got to give a shout out to the to, to Kurt Clark over at Knee High Stripes. Wrote this phenomenal review of my record. Just blew me away. It almost brought me to tears. It was so nice. And then people shared it and the things they said. Yeah. Again, I'm like bottom lip quivering. You like, like me. Man, you wow, really these people like, like how am I ever going to live up to this? You know, it's really, really amazing to see. But um, yeah, I, I, the, me and the guys in my band keep forgetting like no one, the record's not even out yet. No one's no. even heard it yet. Oh, just, yeah. just as Kickstarters. Um, I know. Yeah. Like there's, there's only, no one's even heard this crap yet. So I've heard it. I've that's heard the it. Uh, yeah. You know what's messed up is I literally <laughs> took yesterday off. This is another indicator of how spun I've been since we got back from that trip. Well, and I was doing merch orders and stuff while I was on that trip. But um, 
I thought the albums were showing up because it was like Monday by end of day. I was so spun that I didn't catch that it said Monday the 8th. I mean, right there. Oh. <laughs> but I, I took the day off work yesterday. I mean, yeah, granted, Oops. I finally got some oh. sleep, but then I went through. I had almost a thousand emails that needed to be either deleted or sorted into appropriate folders. Oh, be like me and just let them sit there forever. No, dude. I, I went <laughs> 30, through. I cleared it. Because, man, there was stuff <laughs> There was stuff I had skipped over, like stuff regarding my copyrights. And I'm like, I'll get oh. to that. Stuff Ooh. like literally things of Important that. Like, oh, stuff. here's my UPC code for digital distribution. And. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Yeah. And it was months of I'll get to that. So like the first two hours of my day was me just cleaning out my inbox for God's sake. But hey, Glenn. Yo. Can you do me a favor? Sure. And not swear for five minutes. I got to go poop. Oh, sure, man. Yeah, Thank go you. do it. Man. <laughs> good <laughs> luck to you, Rev. Oh, man. Oh, he's, ba- he's bailing on Balls out on it now. No! Wants Mother effer, this no! guy's taking the giant like, S. Hey, I'm not sure what the timestamp is, Rev, but right. I sort of. Stupid fudge. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, man. What a life. Is, is he clenching as he walks? Yeah, yeah, he, he was walking a little tight butt. A little, a little tight butt. That's too funny. Hey, what was I saying? Oh, you just got your CDs coming. Oh, oh yeah. putting C- off emails. CDs come Monday, which is a bummer, man. I wanted to get a proper copy to Kevin Deers. So I'm loud and local this coming Sunday night, Sunday the 7th. Be I'll be on loud and local. Nice. Um, Travis was just on last weekend. Yep. Uh, I was helping a buddy move a piano, and uh, finally was like, oh, Travis is on tonight. You know, it runs from um, 10 to midnight. Yes. So I got on just before 11. But Travis was the first yeah. segment, so oh. I was like, "Oh!" Because so he played I, a couple of Bruiser Brody songs, then talked with Travis, and then dude, did some Travis songs. I had the t- I heard the tail end, and they closed with a killer postmodern heroes song. Actually, it was my favorite postmodern heroes song. I remember they used to play it live, and I texted Travis. I was like, "Bro, which one is that?" I'm curious. Now. Oh, I can't remember what it was called, but it's okay. this long creepy droning thing and Travis has this huge soaring vocal and live to me it was always the high point of their set oh cool like every time they played live when Travis would sing this thing I was always like that's a song like I I liked all the postmodern hero stuff but that song was the one that made me go oh my god and it's this slow droning Ooh, I wonder what. Bendy. I wonder if I can find it if I play. I it bet is cool. Maybe and it's so the one. Let's see. I texted Travis and he was like, and it's, "It's a bummer." He's like, "I got, I got to pull down the. I'm going to pull it down and listen to it." Try not this one. I don't think so. All right, let's try the next one. Too fast. Not Heart Crusher because I know that one. Nope. Kiss you all. This might be it. Five minute song, so it is long. This might be it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Alright, how about Soul Searching Dynamo Girl? Nope. I bet it's Angel. Nope. Nope. Crazy with a K. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, this sounds like this might be, be it. Fred's going to be like, what did you guys do when I pooped? We, we just tracked through uh, <laughs> we, Postmodern yeah, Heroes. Yeah, listen to the Postmodern Heroes record. Yeah, but I, I got to pull down. I want to hear it. Especially yeah. when I want to hear Travis talking about his record. I want to hear Travis's. 
Listen to that. Um, I want to hear the songs too. If he did, if he debuted a couple songs, I want to hear the songs. Yeah, he did. Lost so, in my memory, I think, and a couple other songs. Is as that well. stuff posted yet on KSW.com? That's a good question. I don't know if the songs ever make it up on KSW. I don't know if the you know because of copyright Cause you can, issues. You can pull the loud and local interviews though, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. The inter- I'm trying to see if I could find. Um, yeah, I want to get on there and if I, I was, just want to catch it. But yeah, I was hoping that he'd be either the full two hours. Or I'm like, oh, if I get in there by 11, right. I'll grab the 11 to midnight. I'll get to listen to Travis. And I got in just in time to hear him talking a bit about Tra- uh, Tristan. And then Travis pretty much was like, okay, and I'm going to give a shout out to all my Postmodern Heroes fans with this and blah, blah, blah. And then they played this dope Postmodern Heroes song. And that was it. You know, so I texted him. I'm like, dude, I just tuned in. He's like, ah, you missed all the good stuff. I'm like, oh. Yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> did, did Love is Just Religion wrapped in my memory, which I've heard that. And that's yeah. uh, a tribute to Sean Smith. Right. And it's. So powerful. Yeah. I and bet. then also this song called The One. Okay. And and then uh, also played uh, Leave and Everyone's Dead from Bruiser Brody. So, so shout out to Kevin. You're if, a good man. Doing if I good pull work. the, uh, can I hear that when I. I don't know. Honestly. I'll find out, I guess. Yeah. I don't I'll know how out. it works because, you know, when it comes to like the stuff that we play on KSW, we have to pull that off on the podcast because of copyright issues. Right, that's why we talk over songs. Yeah, we, we try yeah. to get around it a little bit, but I, yeah. I don't know how it is with local music. I feel like it would be different, uh, but... Who said? Who knows? Yeah, I would right? check it out though. You never know. Yeah, I just, you know, if nothing else, I want to, I just want to hear Travis's yeah. interview. But yeah, so I'm on Loud and Local Sunday night. I'm going to have to rip a CDR to get it to Kevin and be like, sorry, bro, there. Honestly, my merch order and the album order, all that thing, all those things were postponed by my financial shuffle yep. as a result of the refi from hell. As long as you got digital so, stuff, Kevin's got, he's got the technology. Yeah, to play maybe the I'll just send him a Dropbox link. Yeah, but that'll I, work. Keep, we, I, me and my boys keep forgetting like that no one has heard this music. Yep. Really, no one's heard this music. So I'm hoping um, that we have a great turnout. On the 12th. I think it's going to be well attended. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you know me. I'm already doing the thing like, man, no one's going to come. Oh, I, mean, you know, I had that just, fear even at the tractor. It's kind of like, it's the same thing as like, no one's going to get behind this record. Yeah. Then it's no one's going to get it. Mm-hmm. And then it's even if they get it, they're not going to like it. And, and then if they like it, know, they're going to find something else to do yeah, on that night. This isn't window pane, but nice try. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And every step of the way, I've been really wrong. So I hope I'm wrong about the Croc show and it's just packed. Um, it's a great bill with a bunch of great bands. And um, I'm, I'm hoping that they'll uh, maybe their people will come support <laughs> the show. I have but, faith. Uh, I have faith. I'm going to be promoting it like mad. But um, yeah, so Sunday night, I'm on Loud and Local with Kevin and we'll be spinning some tracks there. Which I'm going to probably promote the heck out of that because, you know, it'll right. be a chance for a lot of people to actually hear this stuff for the first time. Like, here's kind of a smidgen of some of this completely new music, you know. We haven't even played any on here yet, but I'm no. sure I'll talk you into it at some point. <laughs> Dude, well, I mean, now I'm, I'm pulling out my band camp. You Are gonna you gonna challenge pull, me? You going to play a song? Yeah, let's do it. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, uh, let's get people. Well, I figured we'd this. wait till the week of, but well, I'm we'll do both. I'm into it. Okay. Uh, which track would you want to throw out there? Oh man, I mean, do I, something so sour. Okay, yeah, that's that a good one, one tends to blow people's. But there's some of the weird ones. I did, uh, people, yeah, there you go. I mean, yeah, because there's so many good songs on this record. I was about to say it. Oh, well, this one, but stuff like this, people were like, "This is Glenn King's yeah. record." It's like, yeah, it is, man. Why look for something so sour When something so sour Is with you all the way Why look for something so sour When something so sour Is with you
Wanting to narrate, narrate, and I, kept, I know, and I was like, I don't behind the music, I was like, I don't want to say anything. I don't yeah. want to say anything. Uh, there was a couple, I was like, goosebumps. And I was like, I don't want to say anything. Yeah. I don't want to say anything. Yeah. I'm like, I, was like, I should say something. Yeah. I'm like, nah, I don't want to say anything. It's like, oh, the rhythm section is really awesome. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> oh, that damn piano is so cool. And then uh, the solo again. I always, I mean, we did a whole conversation about this a few episodes ago, where I just talk about how much I love your guitar solos. Oh, thanks, and, man. Uh, that one is right up there with some of my favorites. Oh, it's thanks, just a, dude. Just, I mean, you just always capture the essence of the song in the solo, and and. It, and, it, and it shows on that song. Thanks. Yeah, dude, Thanks. it's sick. It's a, yeah. such a good song. Neat piece of music, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. I, and it's one of those cool things, too, I think I had talked about. Like, that's a song that I'd written top to bottom on guitar. And I get in there with Lance. He starts playing on piano. And I'm like, <laughs> let's go that direction. I'm like, I'm not even going to play. Yeah. And he's like, what? And I'm like, the whole <laughs> intro of the song, because it starts with the chorus, kind of like a Beatles thing. I was about to say, there's a, there's a very cool Beatles super vibe. Into, yeah, yeah. So people have been saying Beatles and uh, Oasis, which is, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, tomato, yeah, tomato, yeah. right? Yeah. I was but even I, thinking like a little jellyfish, but that's also, uh, I don't know if you remember those kind of the guys. same thing. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Very yeah. Beatles esque kind of vibe to it. Yeah. Instantly, it was just like, well, dude, then, then it became like, a man, if we don't come in until as a band until the first verse, it's going to be like, Hey Jude meets Man in the Box. Yeah. Because it's this, it's this super major anthem-esque chorus, and I wanted to start with the chorus Beatles style, and mm-hmm. then you do that with the piano, and boom, you're right in that wheelhouse. And then you, you, do that, verse. you do that hard right into this minor key E minor riff, and yeah, and Lance has the Fender Rhodes going behind it, and I did the high, um, super high falsetto Scott yep. Weiland vocal double. Like, there's all kinds of ear candy. Yeah. Like I noticed that in the headphones this time because usually I listen yeah. to it in my car. There's a there's a couple songs where I did that. Scott Weiland did it a bunch on Tiny Music mm-hmm. where he put like a super high thing like this thing across his whole vocal, yeah. and it's tucked in behind the vocal, and it gives this vocal this weird bright kind of sizzly yeah. texture, and you're like, what am I hearing? And it was a Scott Weiland trick. Who, I mean, there's a, there's a vocalist that I just never. No one, you know, everyone, everyone, you know, God, when poor Kurt was gone, when yeah. we lost Lane, when we lost Chris Cornell, there's statues, there's ceremonies, like there's this huge public outcry. Scott Weiland went and everyone was like, oh, that figures. 
Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, and I'm like, yeah. man, it's a su- I'm still, still kind of angry about that yeah. because Scott was really, really on point. Yep. And when he was on point, it was pretty damn magical. The guy was a genius, his, a vocal his, genius. His phrasing, yep. and honestly, the, even some of the phrasing you hear in Something So Sour and other spots are definitely Scott Weiland influence. Mm-hmm. That tumbling cadence. I mean, that's a Scott. To me, that's a Scott Weiland thing. There are times, even in Bruiser Brody, like Find Your Way Home. There's like those parts, like the bridges and and like some of the vocal stuff going on. It's like that. That is very Scott. Very inspired by Stone Temple Pilots, mainly Scott Weiland. Yeah, Yeah. man. Yeah. So anyway, there's a lot of ear candy on there like that. And but yeah, it's that's a that song. There's another one called The Void. There's a few of them where I was like, man, I'm not even gonna play here. So I'd written them on guitar. (laughs) Yeah. And then as soon as I heard Lance's keyboard part, I was like, oh. I'm not playing, you know, mm-hmm. and they're like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm not playing. Yeah. I'm knocking like the song, The Void, the whole, The Void was written top to bottom on an acoustic guitar. And when Lance came in and was playing on the Fender Rhodes, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, here's what we'll do, guys. I'm like, I'm not going to start playing guitar until the setup for the second verse. They're like, so first chorus? I'm like, yeah, no guitar. Really? And I'm like, dudes, check it. We'll do the entire first verse, just Lance, and you guys can come in subtly halfway through the verse. And then the whole chorus will just be Lance with kind of little subtle things. And then the band will go off like a bomb at the setup for verse two. And it's like, okay, well, let's try it. And we did it. And everyone in the room was like, oh, my God, what just happened? You know, like we all looked at each other. Yeah. Yeah. So this was all written on guitar and I bailed on it. And a wise choice, right? And yeah, now I got to hear it. I mean, you got to tell us the story. Yeah, I want right? to hear it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is The Void. This is the final track on the new Glenn Cannon records. your prayers on me or speak my name When I broke down You turned your back on me and let me drown Had you gotten what you needed Had you taken what you
So good, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. So good. Especially, yeah, I mean, great. just, I know those, those last lines, especially at the end. Oh, like, dude. Yeah, verse two, I'm, I'm literally singing about mental illness. Yeah. Yeah, dude. You I know? mean, I, I feel like that song can help people. Oh, dude. You know what I mean? And I've gotten a lot of the people that have heard it, I've gotten a lot of comments like, man, you effer. I listened to this five times a day, and all five times you made me cry. Yeah. And I want to apologize, but I'm also no, like- No, you aren't like, allowed oh, to apologize for I that, I did it right. You know, yeah. like, yeah, I, I actually did what I, you know, and honestly, like, you know, I listen to that, and to me, it's just such a testament, like- Lance McKay, man, Louis Williams, Jeff Eason, God, are they talented? It's funny when you say they that so because talented. I feel like that song. Like, if anyone thinks this is a solo record, it's, like, this is about, it's, it's so not. No, I mean, I mean, it, it's Glenn Cannon, Devil and Sunshine, but like, it's yeah, we've, it's we've discussed. You can it hear length. this; it's a band effort. I keep telling these guys, like, man, I kind of at this point almost regret. I know why I called it Glenn Cannon. I wanted to, I wanted to go by my name because 
in window pane there became the window pane thing Sound, right and and i felt trapped by that and i'm like if i just go by my name we can do whatever we want we can do a string quartet we can do anything we want yeah, yeah. and no one can say oh it's 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 not the bruiser brody thing it's yeah. not i just wanted to be free and the more we've played, the more I'm like, this is kind of killing me because we are a band and we're an amazing band and we're just figuring. You hear it in that song a lot. Oh, too. you know, and those Especially guys like, like Jeff's bass lines. Oh, I mean, God. And, and bless, like the first time we played it, Louis played a, a great beat to it. It was killer. And I went, man, even the slow songs on this should swing, dribble. Yep. I was like, dude, I always like to think of any great song as the way like a Latin woman in pumps would look walking away from you angry. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I totally get that. I'm like, that's, a, that's a good visual. Visualize right there. her yeah. bouncing backside. Yeah. She's walking away angry, which the anger dictates the pace and the pumps are part of what makes the whole. So that's why I have a boner while listening to the song. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Thanks, right. Louis. Well, I got one right Thank now. Thank you, Louis. Sorry, you guys. gave me but, a boner. You know, after some laughter, <laughs> we played the void again and the, the void, the void bounces right. It, yeah, it, it does. Just, His drumming is fantastic on the whole record, but it, that, yeah. Oh man, those guys are so talented. And I mean, you know, we, we went at this in a way of. The band got together six times, four times just us, twice with Brett so he could familiarize himself with the material, and then we went in, kind of like Brody. Yeah. We got together once or twice, we went and made a record. Just kept it fresh. And that's what's, it, it's really exciting to be in the studio going, oh, wow, oh, this is what, oh, wow, because it right. hasn't been. You don't overthink stuff. Not at all. Yeah. And, but again, it's such a testament, like, j just like we all found within Brody, like, my God, I'm surrounded by these great musicians, because all of a sudden this magic's happening. And it's the same way it was for me. I'm like, guys, I've got these songs. Are you excited about them? They're like, dude, we're really excited about the songs. I'm like, that's great. Let's go make this record. And God almighty, you listen to what they did. And yeah. I really feel like I'm just trying to keep up with them. You know what I mean? That's, like That's a good that thing. That is truly how I feel. Like, I'm yeah. like, oh my God, those guys are so It makes talented. you better, though. I mean, I feel yeah. that way with like Brody. Like, I mean, it's like when we're playing, it's like this makes me have to step up my game. And yeah. like even with the new record, I'm like, all right, let's, now we got to step it up even more. And it's like, I see it, dude. I hear it. It's funny. I see parallels in music with wrestling a lot. Yeah. Um, and one of the things about wrestling, it's not the moves. It's what you do in between the moves. In right. other words... Anyone can, not anyone, some moves I can't do, but like for the most part, you could do like a body slam, a, an elbow drop, a, you know, sunset flip. Like anyone could do these moves if you're trained properly and, 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 and nail no different than anyone can play chords, but it's what you do in between the moves. So like how you are selling. How do you selling, bring it to life? How, how do you sell it? How, how are you, you showing your personality? Like uh, what are you doing from move A to move B? Are you yelling at the crowd if you're a bad guy? Are you showing... Showing fire if you're a good guy, and it's no different with like, and that's when you talk about well, it this. It truly is. It's the story. With, especially I always, drumming with yeah. music. I talk yeah. about what's the story you're telling yeah. him in wrestling. I mean, it's truly a story. Yeah. What's the story you're telling? Right. Because otherwise, it's just a bunch of moves. To me, together. man, music's the same way. Yep. Guitar solo is the same way. It's like, what's the story you're telling? And these guys really know how to tell a damn story. Yeah. You know, you hear like, it like God it, Almighty, bro. It's like what's know? Louis doing in between snare hit two and snare hit four on yeah. the one, you know, and if you're going four four tempo, I know it's kind of music nerdy stuff, but I think about this stuff and it's like, oh, there's this cool little shuffle that's leading him from one drum hit to the next drum yeah, hit. Yeah. And that's important. Yeah, There'll be is. like a cool cymbal shuffle or a cool bass drum roll. What's well, the stuff you don't necessarily hear, mm -hmm. but it's part of why, you know, if you listen to to me, if you listen to a really good record the 12th, 15th, 20th listen, you're still hearing stuff you never yep. heard before. Yep. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, I, I own many Chevelle records. I just pick them randomly as an example. I love Chevelle. I own many of the <laughs> records. <laughs> you, man. I own, I I own not as huge as they should be. everything from I Wonder What's Next out, yep. I own. But here's my truth with Chevelle records. After you listen to them about five or six times, uh -huh. 
you're done. I can see that. There's a couple you, records I don't... You like revisit the red. it? Well, you revisit yeah. it a year later and okay. you enjoy yeah, it yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you revisit it a year later and you enjoy it again, especially there's usually three to four songs on the record that are like, oh, I need to hear that tune. But I, I, I'm trying not to say this in a negative way. It's it's one-dimensional. It has that one gear. Right. They do that one gear really well, but there's not a lot of depth to what's going on there. And that might be why people, have, like I say, I wonder why they're not as big as they are, and that could be a, that could be a major reason why. And you listen to the Brody record, and just in what JT brings to our songs alone. It's like a mad scientist with his sound. Every time you listen to the record. because <laughs> he's naked, painted red, white, and blue. Gosh, right? <laughs> right, right? But I mean, that's, yep. that's, that's what I'm saying is there's a dimension and a depth like, if you took JT out of our songs, it would be a, a great S-kick and rock and roll song, but all that texture and all the ear candy... It wouldn't be as interesting. No, it wouldn't. No. no. And uh, as I'm saying, I'm like, I'm not dissing Chevelle. I'm saying they're, it is pretty one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they don't... Like, Metallica... But imagine Metallica without Kirk Hammett. Yep. I mean, it would be killer, but it would be missing... It'd be like a tree with no leaves, right? Even without Lars. I know people crap on Lars, but Lars is one of the most... Right? He's like, yes, in my opinion, you know, he's the Keith Moon of thrash metal. Yeah. He's out he there and... He does some and cool stuff, He's man. teetering on the point of falling apart, no different than I thought Keith Moon was with The Who. <laughs> like, you're not going to him for a metronome, uh, but uh, he's interesting. I would just say, with Lars, when Lars is on, Lars is on. Oh, I've yeah. Seen shows, all, I've seen man. shows when he's on, and it was like... Oh my God! This band is a juggernaut. I've seen shows where he's off. The band's still a juggernaut, but it's like being seasick the whole time. But I, you're right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I think if you replace him with a drummer who's dead on every time, it wouldn't feel the same. It wouldn't, it's so yeah. different than Guns N' Roses. Right. I truly, oh, dude, right? You right? lose Stephen Adler, who is not technically the most gifted drummer. That's not about that. Though. But he had he had the swagger. Uh, here's a case in point: like Chevelle's a three piece. Well, Nirvana was a three piece. Yet you hear those albums and over and over and over and over again. You're not really bored, and I think the reason is... Yeah, you can just focus on Chris Novoselic's bass lines dude, and, and well, never be bored. And Kurt had a great sense of guitar texture. He yeah. was using just a couple simple stop boxes to get it, but his interludes, his breakdown, some of the chorusy effects he would choose, where he would choose to toggle his distortion off and on, to him he was probably just playing his song, but honestly, the guy, without knowing it, was pretty next level. Um, anyone else playing those same songs may not have been as interesting, but yeah. it, it was his his what he did with what he had. That's why you listen to Nevermind, you sort of never really get sick of it. Yep. I mean, you might be like, I've heard this too many times. I might skip past a couple of the songs because I've heard them on the radio a billion times. Right. But and, I, they're not bad songs. But we're talking about an album that's been around for 30 plus years, right, right? Right, And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Some guys have that ability to create. That's why I mentioned JT with Bruiser Brody. He 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 adds this element yep. of... What's he I, doing in between the notes? Exactly. Mm-hmm. What, what's the story, man? Yep. And... and you know, the Lance, Louie, and Jeff are, they're so ridiculously talented. Hell yeah. And we, you know, we threw this thing together and I, I still listen to it frequently. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> you so know, cool, man. man. So, yeah. <laughs> thanks for, thanks for like being really overindulgent with me and playing a couple of songs. Oh, no, man. dude. I, I super wanna, appreciate I forget, it. You know, you, know? you forget, you get lost in the, in the yeah. moment because you're a part of our show. And I always th- forget, like, oh crap. <laughs> we should <laughs> yeah, show yeah. you some love for <laughs> what you put out because it's a damn good record. Thanks, and, man. Uh, Devil in the Sunshine. It's going to be out on July 12th, the same day that you have the CD release yep. show at the Crocodile. So, yep. makes sense. Go Support Glenn. Go check out this record. It's, it's on my band camp now, which you can find very easily. Just Glenn Cannon Bandcamp. You can find it there. You can stream it for free off of my website, which is just glencannon.net. Remember, that's two N's. Mm-hmm. There's a glencannon.net. 
net I think out there that's a professional wouldn't photographer. It be, wouldn't it be the five, single end? Five ends. Well, yeah, it's five yeah, ends yeah, total. Five ends. <laughs> two ends on Glenn. Yeah, two ends on Glenn. Yeah, just when in doubt, add an N. So yeah. it's G L E N N C A N N O N. Yeah, yeah, not O N. But if you go to glencannon.net, um, I've got a big summer too. But all the all the dates are up there. There's there's a lot of cool stuff on the website. But you can stream the album free, or you can go to my Bandcamp right now and download it if you don't want to wait. Um, digital distribution will happen probably sometime after the CD release. And I'll keep all the news going, but join us at the Crocodile. Please come to the Crocodile, man. Come celebrate. Come see it live because it it doesn't lack. Uh, That's what Jeff, (laughs) that was Jeff's thing. He's like, I want to do a show at least somewhere, something before. And uh, Gary Cook from uh, GM Entertainment um, hooked us up out in State Line, Idaho. And we went out and played. And, you know, it was a small crowd. I'm going to say there was maybe 17 people there, Uh which is fine. Yeah. Um, We played at 8 o'clock, right? Yeah. Um, it was like that someone sucked the oxygen out of the room. Those people just stood there like, what the F am I seeing? And the four of us were That's like, cool. We were like, oh, cool. So we just did what we do for those mm-hmm. 17 people who just stood there like, uh, and there's a song called Long and Lonely Hard Goodbye that's kind of a long, I think of it as a blues song, but I'm not sure what it really is, I guess. But we played that one and we felt the whole room go, what the F? Like we all, cool. we all felt it as <laughs> yeah. a band. Like people were just like. That's cool. Whoa. And we got off stage. And it was cool because it was a small crowd. We got to go chat with each of those people. Yeah. And they're like, who are you guys? <laughs> and I'm like, it's a brand new project. Merch? I don't have t-shirts yet. I don't have t-shirts yet. Like, this is a brand new. I'm like, this is our first show. This yeah. is the first show we've ever played as a band, really, other than that sneak attack show we did yeah. over in West Seattle. But um, yeah, that was a fun thing too. Like people were like, "So I can't buy your album." I'm like, I'm, yet. "I don't even have them yet." Yeah, They're, I've got UPS tracking numbers, bro. Like I have UPS tracking those. numbers. I'll tell you those. Yeah, yeah. So you'll know when it's coming by. But anyway, yes, join it's me awesome. on the 12th, please, if you can. Uh, yeah, uh, if you live in the Portland area, join me this Sunday. I'm going to be wrestling in Portland, making my Sunday, debut. Sunday, yeah. Sunday, wrestling with uh, DOA Wrestling. This is uh, one of my um, like you know, I told you I create like a list of wrestlers I want to wrestle, and I created a couple promotions I'd like to wrestle for, and that was one of the main ones I wanted to wrestle for. So the opportunity to bring the Neat. the local celebrity, no, you're taking the villain champ. down, huh? Yeah, they wanted that. Yeah. They, they specifically <laughs> said, which makes sense because what do Portland people hate more? Somebody from Seattle. What are they really oh, going to yeah. hate? A guy who brags about being a celebrity in Seattle. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. So I'm, I'm picking on... Um, That's going to be amazing. Yeah. yeah. Me versus you need Uncle like a, You need like a faux beard that you could shave off of yourself to show... <laughs> you hipsters. The hipsters you of P-Town. stupid hipsters. I should, bring like, up, I, should be like, I should bring Krispy Kreme donuts and say, we all know these are the dominant donuts. Oh, yeah. dude. You'd start a right, riot. Right? right? And then, Straight uh, up, start a riot. Isn't there that famous thing where it's like, keep Portland weird? Yeah. You could be like, keep Portland verified. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fun, man. I'm super like nervous, but Steve excited. Steve won't come back, Rev. They'll, like, they'll <laughs> shiv him in the parking lot. <laughs> so it's Sunday afternoon. I think everything starts at like 2. So it's like, at least I'll be able to get home. I'll be home by like 8-ish. Not bad. As long not as bad. nobody shanks me in Portland. <laughs> um, but yeah, so DOA Wrestling on Facebook. You can find the information. If you if you plan on coming, please say hi. And, and that will be really, really cool. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I, I did want, I'm, I'll find it next time. I'll give shout out to all the people a lot of people not a lot like a handful of people bought some t-shirts from oh, pro wrestling tees out, man yeah and if i could find it it'll take me a mower you gave me a mower how long a mower a mower hey, hey glenn hey glenn hey glenn. Yeah. hey glenn hey glenn what where's my shirt 
Oh, that's true. <laughs> hey, man, honestly, when the refi from hell, uh, we're supposed to fund in the next, well, we thought. I know, I'm just giving funny. you crap. I'm just giving you crap oh, for it. I want to buy myself I have holes in the clothes I'm wearing. I know. The crotch fell out of these jeans. The crotch, man. Dude. You need new jeans? I know I do. <laughs> but I still wear like, these. Where do they fall out? Like, like, are you like where going balls on balls are, right? Well, I know, I know that. I mean, like in a location, Actually, oh, wow. like when did Actually, it happen? It is exactly where I joked Depending about. Depending wow. on where I'm sitting, it looks like the helmet, it's it's kind of like in uh, Lord of the Rings where they use the dog head battering ram to crush through the doors <laughs> of the, the white the white city. It's sort of like that. Those are perfect um, jeans for strip clubs. Oh, geez. Hey, Better yeah. than sweatpants. Dude. Dude, it's like that scene from Aliens. It, but I have to be careful. That I got to be careful where my unit is positioned because oh, Jesus. Captain Herky will be like, "Sup?" So yeah, and so almonds or wall? Because I can see your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks to uh, Charles. <laughs> you got me trying to adjust it, dude. Stop your self conscious. Quit being mean to the poor kid. It's like Rev has to sit, sit next to the smelly kid in class. Oh, I'm the God. smelly kid. I was the smelly poor <laughs> I kid think in I class. Was too, dude. <laughs> He's the smelly kid. Smelly kid. Smelly, <laughs> smelly kid. Uh, also, Ch- Ch- Charles G., thank you for getting uh, the verified shirt. Uh, thanks to Chad D. for getting uh, the Batty Bat art one, that brand new one. That's that one's a cool pretty one. cool. Um, shout out to Andy P. for getting the MIG Stink shirt. Uh-oh. What the hell, Andy? What the hell, Andy? What the heck What's is What's a real bummer, about? Rev, is actually bought that shirt for Andy. So it's a kind of a double... <laughs> Double whammy there. Samuel W. for getting the Batty Bat art one. That's really freaking cool. Really cool one. What's dude, the like, Batty Bat art, bro? That's the one with the cartoon Oh, yeah. I don't know if he saw it. Oh, I'll show it to you. Because last week you showed it to me. I don't think I've seen oh, it, I don't man. know if Glenn has actually seen it. Jason B. also. I still haven't gotten to hear last week's episode, which was called Meat Rant or something. Uh, meat Chat. Meat, meat chat. chat. Yeah, we talked about our meat. <laughs> I love you Quite guys. a bit about our I'm meat. I'm so yep. sorry I didn't yep. come, man. That was fun. Winning bacon there at the were, meat There raffle. were still insects on me from like two states away. This yeah, is the mix. protein. This is the Batty Bat art. Oh, it's killer, yeah, man. shout out to Jamie. She's a great artist that's on Twitter. fantastic, dude. At Batty Bat Art. Batty Bat. Yeah, I just really like her artwork, so I hit her up and commissioned her to make me a t-shirt design, but I didn't I said this is an idea and it was just kind of like me crossing my arms and that was it. And she did all she that. She did the MIGS logo with the radio antenna behind it with all the craziness. It's it's kind of yeah, I would have never thought to do something like that and and it looks awesome and it's I love killer. it. So yeah, yeah th- that shirt's now available at slash I'm Steve Miggs and if you use the promo code America they got a big Fourth of July sale going on right now. Is that apostrophe M, Erica? No, with or the is A. It America. America. Okay, America. And I think it's ne- for the next like eight days or something like that. For the next week, if you type it in, I think it's like 20% off maybe. Oh, so, so I should buy deal. soon, Rev. Otherwise, I won't be able to afford yeah, to again. right? Come it, on. If not, they constantly do sales at ProWrestlingTees.com. So <laughs> you and I both wanted the MIGs with the radio antenna with the lightning bolts, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's the good guy yeah, yeah, MIGs. Yeah. That's the one. The yeah. basic MIGs one. The yeah. Basic, Otherwise, basic you got the one Migs. with the blue check mark. <laughs> <laughs> Collect them all, man. Collect don't, them all. Don't be like that. Collect them all. But yeah, if you're in Portland, man, come hang out. DOA Wrestling. Come boo me. That's going to be a lot of fun <laughs> this Sunday. <laughs> a lot of good. But Joey Ryan, the king of Dong style, is going to be there. Ooh. Yeah, baby. That's right. A couple celebrities are going to be there. <laughs> what, does he have a is large. He tw- is he tw- I wonder if he has a large female following. Huge. Really? Yes. Just so like there's, there's girls who are like, I, I, you know, that's too funny. I got to be a part of this. And now, I, 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 he doesn't do anything at all of his appearances, but sometimes he'll do for an extra 10 bucks. If you want a picture with him, for an extra 10 bucks, like you pay X amount of dollars for a picture or an autograph or a t-shirt or whatever, whatever it may be. But for an extra like $10, you can pose with your hand on his dong. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark, people, girl, girls genius. line up and do this. Girls and guys. 
I'm just picturing him. The, with, the dong over is, it. Yeah, the dong is famous, man. Some girl he's in famous. bed with him going, flip me, flip me, yeah. flip me, flip me. You know, yeah. like he's known as famous D wrestler, Joey Ryan, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. Yeah, I'm doing, you made me snort. <laughs> I'm doing things wrong, man. We all are. You have the feeling you're doing things wrong. No, I think you're doing just fine, Glenn. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Yeah, you can't. You want a picture of my penis? Or? No, 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 no. I've already seen your nuts. We've already <laughs> talked about this. Yeah. Well, uh, shout out also to everybody, not only from people coming out to our show at, uh, at the Tractor Tavern, met a lot of really nice people, yeah, yeah. Uh, but also shout out to people who came out on Saturday night. I was over at Snow- Snoqualmie Casino. Yeah. Dude, I had so much fun there. First of all, everyone that works at the Snoqualmie Casino is awesome. They're like, so they, great. I mean, we've experienced it with Live Day. Yep, yep they're and, killer. Dude, they still talk about it. Uh, really? Tara and the rest of the crew really? that I met. Nice. Jonna, and I mean, they were all like, yeah, Live Day was so much fun. We can't wait for it again this year, yep. which I think is really cool. Um, they had these promotional models who could not be nicer. Like not that they I expect amazing, hot, by the way, dude. Mm. Yeah, first promotional of all. models explain promotional models. Hot chicks, models that, that promote because like, we were giving away cars. <laughs> you guys, like, giving away Challengers, cars. Camaros, Corvettes. So let me get this straight. I stayed up all day and woke up drunk and drove to Idaho, and you're giving away cars with hot girls. <laughs> and I was in a van driving to Idaho. Yes. <laughs> my my actually uh, my drunk turned into hangover somewhere around like the middle of the state. <laughs> I got to find the picture of the girls with me. Dude, you'll love it. And and I want to give a shout out to the girls because they were super nice and, yeah. and uh I don't remember all four of their names, but uh, I know there was Alyssa, she was rad. Taya could not be nicer and Randy as well. Uh, and there was one more girl I just can't remember her name because she's not tagged in this picture. Uh, but just to kind of give you an idea, her name ends with either an A or E vowel. Though. Those are the girls that I had to work with oh on at the Snoqualmie Casino. Mm-hmm. They did not stink whatsoever, both in a actual <laughs> smelling way and in a you know <laughs> personality. Glenn's <laughs> zooming in as much as possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gonna well, I mean, yeah. That's where we can. Bit. You should. Yeah, yeah. we can tell Glenn. Your 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 crotchless pants are showing. Me. Love you, honey. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't send me up there in these jeans. Honestly, if Tony knew I was still, Tony knew I was still wearing these jeans, she'd be like, "What is wrong with you?" There's Happy Steve. There's Happy Steve happy with the girls. Steve. I was very happy. The not they, were, not, dude, they were rad as all hell. <laughs> Especially um, and shout out. To, yeah, I, I don't want to pick out one because they're there, all, yeah, yeah. Don't shout pick out them out. All, all, they're all great. All the ladies. Boy, oh boy. Some of the pictures, because uh, a couple of them follow me now on Instagram, and I'm like, who is this? I, thought, I legit thought it was one of those fake hot girl accounts. Yeah, yeah. I almost didn't accept the- Or like it's a dude with a hot girl's picture that's trying to like stir mm-hmm. trouble up. There's a term for that, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Catfishing. Catfishing. Right. right, right. I, you know, I like, uh, like Taya is one of the girls, right? So she follows me on Instagram after the, the appearance. And again, like super nice You're person. Not real. And I first see it, I'm like, there's not a chance in hell that this is a real person or there's someone trying to steal money from me. So I was about to, I'm like, let me click on the pictures. I'm like, oh, that's the girl that I did the event with. And I'm looking at it, she's got like 132,000 followers. Of she does. Oh my God. And I mean, well, like when you look at the, the, the pictures, like, I mean, it's, yeah. Right. Oh uh, wow! She's incredibly gorgeous, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, wow. I'll give I'll give a shout out to our Instagram page because Taya. I'm it's X Taya Rose T A Y A R O S E. Become one of our one hundred and thirty two thousand followers on Instagram. But yeah, yeah, thirty two thousand and one. Right, mm-hmm. and she's hot, but also like 
the nicest nice person in the world. I'm That's like, awesome. This is incredible. Like, you know, I lived the whole who, life of thinking hot girls were really mean. And I thought that even when I first met my wife, I'm like, there's no way she's going to ever talk to me. And then I talked to my wife, I'm like, why is she so nice? She's nice. She's nice to me and she's really hot. This is stupid. And then she married me. What the hell is going on? Yeah, I'm experiencing the same thing. I think all three of us are. Yeah, right, yeah, right. What is happening? Yeah. Like, so... There was one crazy part. So the whole night, we're giving away cars, and people are losing their minds, of course, because yeah. you had the choice of either the walking- People are winning cars. Yes. Whoa. Winning <laughs> brand new 2019 cars, or they had the choice to take the money settlement, if oh. that makes sense. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, it's yeah. funny, because I, I hate to admit that, but I would have taken the car and immediately tried to sell it. Well, you like or, literally yeah. like look. It's got right. eight miles on the odometer. Yeah, it's you don't brand have to worry new. about that. That way, don't worry about the taxes. New, it's fifty six thousand dollars. I'm selling it for thirty cash on the barrel head. Dude, that's mm-hmm. funny because that's pretty much what it was. Like you could either walk away with this fifty thousand dollar car, or you could take twenty or thirty thousand dollars in cash. I would take cash. the cash. But see, I'm torn because then there's part of me that's like, man, it would be really cool to have. And what this. if you get forty for the car? Yeah, yeah. Or, or just I have a brand new car that's awesome, and all I had to pay is taxes on it. Yeah. But I'd again, sell the car. right? Well, I'd sell the car. Most of the people, I'd, I'd put it towards my mortgage, bro. <laughs> so, four winners. Straight up. No, you're like, right. Four winners. One person decided that they were going to keep the car. Right. Everybody else decided to go. But here's the thing. So everybody that won was really excited. Hell, we even did like random giveaways where they called it the hot table, and you would go over to a hot random table. either table people playing poker or someone playing one of those games, and you know they had you had to be a Crescent Club member. That's how you entered and all yeah, that. Yeah, that like makes there. sense. Right. So, like, you know, the more you play at Snoqualmie Casino over the course of, like, however long you've been a Crescent Club member, the more entries you get into this. Oh, nice. Look, it's genius. You've lost $73,000 down here this year. <laughs> but you want a car. Come on down and pick up a car that's worth half of that. <laughs> Thanks for your business. <laughs> but then, like, random people get to play, like, scratch games where they won, like, 900 bucks. Or we'd walk over to a random person oh. that, like, here, here's $200. And this one guy, like, almost went to tears. He just went to, I think he must have lost a lot of money at the poker table. And this is, like. Gave him a second life. As, like, a, as a result of this, like his, his wife's not going to divorce him because you just gave him. <laughs> Sucked out on the river, but I still got 200 bucks. I lost oh. 1700 but at least I got this too. But babe, I won 200 from this radio guy. What you do is you come home and you say, I won 200 bucks. Yeah. And then a month yep. later when she looks at the bank statement, she's like, what's this? But like, I have no idea. But then, <laughs> dude, surely it's fraud. Well, that's me when the t-shirt shows up at our house. Granted, a little bit different. It's 1999 as opposed to- I don't to, know how this t-shirt got there. They must how have sent strange. This, you know, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm a Crescent Club member at Pro Wrestling Tees. That's why I got it. <laughs> but dude, so the last guy that won, and I couldn't believe this, and this is kind of how I got to know the promotional models, because we all had to like, after it was over, I was like, did that really just happen? And they're like, yeah, I think that really did just happen. And we just started laughing and just like, you know, it's like one of those moments where you're like, okay- I'm not crazy to think that was insane what just happened. So this guy, we calling one winner this time because they originally we were doing different games where like you would pick four qualifiers, you'd get a key fob, whoever's key fob started the car won the car. It was really fun, right? This guy, one name called, you guaranteed you're winning one of these Dodge Challengers. There's four Dodge Ooh. Challengers at the end of the show. And so he wins a car. He knows he's winning a car. Now it's what type of Dodge Challenger are you going to win? Are you winning the 30,000 one? The $40,000 one, the $55,000 one, or the $85,000 Dodge Challenger. Damn. $85,000. Right. 
So of course the is guy it like Kit from Knight Rider. It I mean, what does it do uh, for eighty five thousand? No, does it fight crime for eighty five thousand? <laughs> it didn't, but it did have David Hasselhoff in the passenger seat eating a hamburger. Yeah, so you were just stuck Ham- with him. hammered drunk. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> in his underwear. You're now David Hasselhoff's Uber driver. Congrats, Forever. your car. You won the most expensive <laughs> one. Can I take one down from that? Right. <laughs> Funny you say it. So, so in each one, obviously, there's a different monetary uh, equivalent. You know, for like so, like you know, like let's say the fifty five thousand dollar one, you could walk away with thirty thousand dollars cash. If you want to cash out, eighty-five thousand dollars one, you're probably walking away with like fifty thousand dollars if you want to cash out. So the guy clearly is like, I want to win the eighty-five thousand dollars one. No, no S Sherlock, right? So he has to pick a keychain that corresponds to a color of these four key fobs. And there's like a hundred keychains on this board. So he picks the very first one, it's like red. So then we find the red key fob. I'm like, okay, everyone count to three. And we're thinking, you know, this guy's jacked, he just won a car. Clicks the key fob and wins the fifty-five thousand dollar Dodge Challenger. Nice. And I'm like, dude, congratulations. And he looks unhappy. And he goes, I wanted the other one. Well, of course you did. And I'm like, yeah, but you, you just, just got a free $55,000 car. A $55,000 car. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, no way. So now he goes, fills out. He decides, he says, I'm going to take the money, all this. And I'm just like, is this really going He's on? He's like bummed. Kind of. Oh. Actually, Yes. And then they say, okay, well, with each winner, we all took a picture with the winner, me and the beautiful models. I don't want a picture models. He turned down the picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh Here's the kind God. of guy. He would truly, truly gripe he's, about our sunny he's day. He's his own turd in his punch bowl. Yes. Yeah. His own one. He just walked away with free money, but it... Upset, it upset him that there, that's a gambler, probably. You know, that's a yeah. guy that has yes. probably a lot Wanted of money. More. And even I talked to so Kwame, like, yeah, you know, Honestly, sometimes you get those kind of situations. There are some people that just are all about the high stakes. Mm-hmm. And if they don't get the high stakes, they're disappointed. He's, and I'm sure at some point he's going to, I would hope, be like, you know what? Regardless, I'm walking away with $30,000. That's, that's a game changer for me, I think, for anyone in this room. Yeah. yeah. If someone handed me $125, you know how excited I would be? $125. I would not be like, I wanted $300. Well, that's why I'd I'm like, be like, $125. I was like, if you. only. I'd be doing cartwheels in the nude. Yeah. I was like, if only we got really? that guy that won the poker, won $200 at the poker table. That kind of enthusiasm. For this, it was, dude, so I was joking actually with Taya. I was like, did, did you really say that? And she's like, yeah. I was like, I kind of just wish I, like, she's like, I want to just take the car and go like, yeah. too fast, too furious and jump train tracks. And I'm like, <laughs> well, why don't we all pack in the car and do it? Hey, man, if you're that bummed, we'll take it. Yeah. 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 If, oh, if, if you're that upset, I'll take it. I brother. hope that at some point you had a moment of clarity and like once the disappointment of not getting the big prize left them, which still I can't wrap my head around. But it was funny when I'm talking with the guys at the Snoqualmie. Again, like it happens all the time. And, then it, and even if it didn't, they handle it. With, with such grace. You know what I mean? Like, props to them, because I would be the worst employee for <laughs> Snoqualmie. What is wrong with I mean, you? Yeah. Listen, guy, you just won <laughs> you a just freaking car. Migs, you can't shake the customers. <laughs> <laughs> you shook him till his nose bled. You oh, can't bro. shake the customers. I was blown away by that whole situation. What is wrong it's with so you? weird, yeah. It is, wow. man, but it's so stakes. So like, just like you were saying, man. That's not my world. Yeah. You know, I get excited if I win five bucks on uh, those pull things, uh, the slot machines. Oh, I was going to say pull tabs? I didn't play the slots. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't gamble at all. I did go to uh, the Vista, which is their nice, they they hooked me up with a dinner there. Oh, yeah. Which was probably wonderful. And I'm like, dude, you guys could just let me into the buffet and I'd be happy. The buffet's no joke either. Mm -hmm. It isn't. The crab legs, all that. But like, you have two hours from the six o'clock giveaway till the eight o'clock giveaway. Why don't we treat you to a dinner? Just go. 
And I was like, great. And then I get there and like, do you don't have anyone to go here eat with? I'm like, no, I came by myself. Like, are you? And I, it's so funny how some people think it's weird. I'm like, I'm really excited to eat by myself. I'll yeah. sit quietly and enjoy my meal. Yeah, dude. <laughs> right, right. I've gone to the movies alone, and people are like, oh, Which oh is man, weird, are you okay? And yeah, I'm like, no, yeah, I wanted yeah. to go see this movie, and I had a wonderful night actually. And they're like, same here, man. Are you sure you don't need a hug? I'm like, bro, I. <laughs> my wife. Whenever I say I'm going to go to a show, she's like, who are you going to go with if I don't go? I'm like, I'll just go by myself. Like, I'm going to probably go see the Murder City Devils on Saturday night. Uh, they're doing some Elysian party, uh, search party uh, with oh, the darkness. Seeing, I saw uh, Whoa, promos yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, so like, I mean, I'm like, my wife's like, what if I don't want to go on Saturday? Will you find someone? I'm like, I'll just, I know what time they go on. I'll time it to get there right when they go on stage, watch the Murder City Devils, and I'll bone out. And it's uh, like, you're okay. She can't Baby, comprehend that. I have swimsuit models that want to go to a concert with me, honey. It's cool. You yeah. stay home. Right, right. Like, I, I know this one person's got a lot of I'm followers on, on, yeah, on Instagram. It's not a big deal at all. But so I'm like, Eating by myself, that seemed really fun to yeah, me. Like, I'll do it. I'm a little quiet sure. time. And dude, they hooked it. I had I've never had a filet mignon of a Wagyu beef. Is oh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Kobe I, beef, but it's not from the Kobe in Japan. I but believe it's, it's Japanese for a really expensive. Yes. That's what I think it's what, basically, yeah. yeah. I don't even know how much how it costs. I, whatever it cost, it was worth every penny. Oh my because, god, really? <laughs> my god, dude. Because I love filet mignon. I mean, like Me too. Little fillet mignon is that's that's your, my that's, steak. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. you got yeah. your name in it. But, You're living exactly. <laughs> but more often than not, whenever I, I'd like to mix in, please. Whenever they say, <laughs> whenever they have like multiple versions of the filet mignon at our steakhouse, I'm going with the cheapest one because I know it's still going to be delicious. So I never think to like splurge the extra thirty dollars to get the really top of the line. But my God, dude, it's a game changer. It was really? the most delicious steak. And then uh, shout out to Brian, who is my waiter. He's a big fan of the station and all that. Super nice guy. Big wrestling fan, too. So we nerded out about wrestling. Guys. Nice. It's like, you want that uh, half lobster tail with it, too? I'm like, mm. yes. And he looks at me and goes, it's really good. I'm like, fine. Because he's like, dude, it do it. It was offered, man. Yeah. yeah. Have that. That was amazing. I, and I got the Brussels sprouts because, you know, I'm trying See, to be healthy. Filet mignon yeah. and lobster is probably one of my favorite Surf meals ever. Like oh, yeah. lobster is like when you're eating flamingon lobster, it's like, you know, I don't live on the streets. And do <laughs> you know? like, like it is an upper man. And might you're I just... recommend doing it by yourself because you're not distracted by conversation. You're a hundred percent focused on the meal. Oh, yes. yes. So each bite was just like a bite of heaven. <laughs> and then I'm done and I'm like, that was great. He goes, you want some dessert? I'm like, yes, please. And then he just puts, he goes to get some dessert. And he's like, might I recommend either something or the cheese? The cheesecake. I'm like, mm. you know what? I'll have a couple bites of that cheesecake. He's like, it's really good. Couple bites my ass. I ate the whole freaking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> he brings it out, and it's like this 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 slab of cheesecake with like almonds and nuts, mm. and then strawberries, fresh strawberries on top of it, drizzled with honey. Whoa. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. it was almost 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 on par with uh, that steak. And wow, it that's was, the cheesecake. That's a serious cheesecake. That's almost, cheesecake talking right yeah. there. I, I, wow. Almost on par with the pictures of Taya on Instagram. <laughs> like, that's how good this cheesecake was. Oh, you had a great night. Best night ever. Okay, maybe wedding was better. There you go. Maybe the Bruiser Brody show might have been more on top of <laughs> All it. All right. But, but it was a damn good meal. <laughs> but I have to say, it was one of the best dining experiences I've ever had. If you want to just splurge, and you know, you don't think about going to a casino for like a fancy steak dinner. Yeah, most of the time you like, just think buffet, but hitting the the Vista, man. Whoo, do yourself if you got yeah. some extra couple bucks and you want to have like a good date night or a good alone night, 
of just like ridiculous food, go to Vista at the Snoqualmie Casino. It's it's it was without a doubt the best steak dinner I've had in. I don't even remember when. There Honestly, it like it was right up there. You dumbfounded, bro. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I, mean, I know. And I've I'm just like, been to Daniels. I've been to like you know the Met, the Met recently. Yeah. I've I've had some really good. Those steaks. are good. I will say yeah. that those are good. I've done the Ruth's Chris as yep. well. Yep, really Morton's. good. It's better than all of them. Oh, and granted, I, I grant I went with the top of the line fillet. Right. Oh yeah, but if you've got the extra money and you're like you me, say that Kobe is actually made from real Japanese people, or I don't know, <laughs> he knows. <laughs> it's but the, the Kobe district. The Wagyu is essentially the exact same thing. It's the Wagyu doesn't mean beef. undernourished child. No, it just means it's not the Kobe. It usually it means that it's grown in America. As opposed good. to, that's what I like my meat. Good old American beef, American beef. but it's it's it, it, it's it's curated the same way. Okay. okay, so yeah, so it's it's that same thing they do. It's like when they say sparkling wine because they can't say it's champagne. Right, it's ah. essentially that. It's gotcha, just the terminology, gotcha. but it's the same and it's the best quality. It was. I I would have never thought that you could notice a big difference between. You're really top of the line fillet that you get at a steakhouse to the top of the line of the top of the lines, mm-hmm. but it's a noticeable difference. It trips me out when Rev says things like grass fed. It reminds me that we do live in the future. Like <laughs> back in the day, it was like, what was this cow fed? It's like, what other are you, cows? What are you high? <laughs> People. It was fed grass. It's a free range cow. What's wrong with you? Fast forward 200 years. Yeah. What was this cow fed? We're not sure. It was fed intravenously via tube until its head was lopped off. Kinda, How yeah, would you yeah, like yeah. that prepared? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's one of those things. Yeah, exactly. It's the future, man. What did I say? What's old is new again. Yep. <laughs> How you feed your cows. <laughs> it's called retro. Yeah, like imagine. It's a vintage cow I'd like. Mm-hmm. Imagine like, like it's a retro beef. 1871. <laughs> like, what was this cow fed? They'd be like, what are you talking about? What do you think it was fed, man? Yeah, dude. <laughs> it was fed the cow wrangler. That tried to steal it. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? <laughs> well, make that happen more often because it's delicious. <laughs> I want that Marlboro Man uh, steak, please. Smoked in a well, different super way. Super sketch is like, what was this pig fed? It's like, well, oh. we fed it two criminals and a license plate. Yeah, have you have you, have, have you ever watched uh, Snatch? Yeah. Uh, yeah, don't trust They'll a man with anything. a pig farm. They'll eat anything. They man. will. Yeah. Yeah, we man. fed it two rubber boots and a Camaro. <laughs> You know, like, dude. Yeah, eat that Camaro in like three like, hours. Man, this Camaro hog's pretty good. Camaro hog. <laughs> <laughs> but I highly recommend Vista. They don't they don't serve you uh, meat that was once feeding off of humans. No, there's no Camaro hog. <laughs> Some of the best food. Yeah, Vista, man. Check it out. It's, that's my new go-to if I ever want to have a crazy steak dinner. Yeah, it sounds like I want to do that. And they do, I mean, obviously with the surf and turf that they're going to have oh, seafood yeah, they, options, They got salmon, too. halibut. Perfect. The salmon looked, I almost went with the salmon. I'm, I'm so happy I didn't. Yeah. Because I was trying to be a little more like, oh, I don't want to eat too much. I don't give an F. I, I, yeah, yeah, that's, boy. Zero that regret. Those are one of those zero days regret. where you just go go balls out. Treat yourself, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Man. Yeah, Glenn, wear your wear your special pants right there it's and go perfect. balls out. Yeah, if you're gonna go balls out, wear those jeans. <laughs> Tawny, I'm sorry. <laughs> <They're>, uh, so, <laughs> I love you, baby. <laughs> she tried to get me to th- she tried to get me to throw these jeans away like two weeks ago. Yeah, and she and she I was like, have. I was like, yeah, I'll do that. Because <laughs> 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 they're comfy, and the only other jeans I own are my. I have two. Pairs of black jeans. Hey, one Glenn, pair of why are you walking away wearing chaps? <laughs> oh, because love, well, they're my jeans. Because uh, the crotch fell out of my jeans, man. <laughs> we might need to end every episode with Tawny. I'm sorry. Well, and actually, you know, while we're doing shout outs, um, yeah. and that's very, Apologies. that's, that's a highly <laughs> astute. I want to give shout out to Dickies. 
Because right now, <laughs> I'm wearing Nikes. Now, if you look at this one, you can see the... Oh, Don't lift one? your leg too no, high. This one's the one with the hole in it. That one has the hole in the sole. Oh, can you see that? Yes. Right? Oh, yeah, there's a hole in the okay, sole. Okay, the jeans have the, the they're crotchless jeans. My T-shirt has what I think is a giant cigarette burn, or maybe I was welding in it. But there's you a are huge, a train wreck. Huge hole burned in my shirt. The only thing I'm wearing right now doesn't have holes in it is this Dickies shirt, which I've had for about 10 years. So, Dickies, thank you for making quality garments. Dickies satisfies. For guys like me, (laughs) who will work on your car, weld, and go out to fancy dinner wearing the same clothes. Eating that Wagyu beef. (laughs) I wore this Dickies shirt when I went to see the Seattle Symphony with Brett. That's awesome. (laughs) I love you, Glenn. Why? Fancier jeans? Because I don't know. This is why we can't have nice things. (laughs) This is why we can't have nice things. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) So, again, July 12th at the Crocodile, let's uh, all hang out and have a great time celebrating the music of Glenn Cannon and his new solo record. I'm sure next week uh, we'll probably play a couple other tracks as well, just getting people more pumped. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see you on Friday at the Triple Door Brian for Travis Fox. He's got his big solo record, The Last Funeral. I'm very excited to see those songs live. Ben Smith and Friends, uh, they're going to be doing, I believe, a tribute to Sean Smith. Uh, on stage, uh, Sean, who unfortunately passed away, the for- former frontman of uh, Brad mm-hmm. and Pigeonhead, Satchel, a bunch of other great bands as well. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun. And Ben was the drummer of Heart, and he always puts together a great group of guys, including Phenomenal Jeff Rouse. Jeff Rouse yeah. will be on the bass, I think, on some of those songs, if not all the songs. Cool. And Travis is going to sing some songs up there as well with him. I'm sure it'll be It's going to be a really cool uh, yeah. date night. I'm bringing my wife. Nice. Enjoy some food at the Triple Door because they got good food there. Because it's a sit down. I don't know if you've yeah, ever been a there. Dinner club. It's like a, it's a club where you sit down and watch the music, and you get to order food from I think Wild Ginger. Oh, I think wow. it's, uh, yeah. So, Wild Ginger's great anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, really good stuff right there. Uh, Sunday, uh, like I mentioned, uh, join me over at Harvey's Comedy Club. That's where DOA Wrestling is going to be. And I'm not slinging jokes, but my opponent is one. Oh, I got. Right. No, I, I'm with it. I, I got to work on my uh, trash talk. I, I thought it tracked really well. Yeah, all, right, cool. <laughs> all right, let's get out of here. <laughs> Rev and I just kind of looked to see, like, like yeah, oh, right, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Look, man, <laughs> it's noon. I've been going all day. I'm tired. <laughs> what is it? To hell with this day, or what? What are you supposed to be saying this about it? Day is I, over. This day is over. Yeah. So done. Steve was done with this I'm day an hour ago. I'm done with today. <laughs> Today's not done with you, bro. That's right. I haven't had lunch yet. <laughs> And how? <laughs> yeah, so maybe you know eat, what? Eat an egg. Things will perk right up. <laughs> Have a Snickers. That's right. I think I'm leaning towards a turkey melt at TJ's Deli. Get some nice. get some muscle milk and an icy cold uh, water. You know what? Milk. <laughs> I'll even tell him this time. Keep the bacon on it. Whoa. Yeah. Go. Get that bacon. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, just uh, hopefully we'll see you at one of those shows, one of those events. And uh, we always appreciate you guys listening. It was really cool to meet a bunch of Migscast listeners over at the Tractor Tavern yeah, on Friday man. night, man. Yeah, had a I can't remember the guy's name, but I shared a really funny story with him about one time when I got a pimple on the side of my unit. What? Oh, yeah, true story. Uh, you can see that through your jeans. It was because of Linda. Uh, Linda Phillips, JT's wife, was telling a Motley Crue story, and I dove in on it. Stay positive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.